You're listening to the Collab Talk podcast, episode 18 of the MVP Buzz Chat series. In this episode, I'm talking with Office Apps and Services MVP and SharePoint MCM, Erwin Van Heunen. Hey, this is Christian Buckley with Collab Talk, and I'm here with Erwin at the MVP Summit. And we're and so you're over you're with what Rencore. Well, why don't you introduce yourself and where you're from? And right, yeah. So Erwin Fluhuna, I'm from uh, from Stockholm, Sweden. I work with Rencore. I'm a product owner, which the Rencore way of calling someone that's a product manager. Um, and I work with transformation tooling. And one of the things, Erwin and I, 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 I try to remember, so it was what, three years ago when we did the road trip? We did a very interesting road trip. Together. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Except uh, for those that have never, so so I had, we were at an event in Austin, and then we went and spoke at the user group in Dallas. Correct. And then we had, I don't remember how many days in between. Two like, or three or something? It's a few yeah. days between an event in Denver, and we had this crazy idea that we were going to drive Via, uh, um, uh, we were going through New Mexico and uh, what was it? With the Roswell. 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 And what we learned <laughs> is that there's no reason to ever drive in eastern Texas, western New Mexico, northern New Mexico, southern Colorado. <laughs> that region, you don't need to go. If you've never been, you think, I want to go there. You don't. There's nothing. There's absolutely nothing there. No, no. Probably the most interesting thing is we're driving flat and nothing was when in New Mexico, where occasionally we'd see like the jet fighters uh, you know, up high, you know, for a few minutes yeah. of the tens of hours of driving. But we had fun in a way too. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, obviously we can't talk about things that are happening here. We're under strict NDA with the, right. the summit, but uh, I mean, Kind of you know, with what's going on. I mean, what what's exciting you about the the technology of what you guys are doing with with Rencore? So, so when we talk about summit, as you said, we can't talk about the content. But what I what I really feel right now is that they're listening to us, and 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 they're and they're opening up very much. And they're not only opening up in what they're doing, but they're also opening up in technology. They're moving to open source. It's all open. You can use it. They give away. They want your feedback. They want us to help them to make it better. And that's not only that they ask the MVPs to do, they ask that the whole community to do. And that, that is an amazing change, I think. Uh, we really can influence the product. Right. How, how many um, summits has this been for you now? This is my third. Okay. But yeah. so, and, you know, and, and so in that time, I mean, you've seen, because uh, I agree with you that there's been a difference in how Microsoft even approaches that. And, and you know, it's, it's funny, we've been saying for a number of years as we go and speak at other conferences and I tell people, Please provide your feedback, and Microsoft is listening, and we kind of we can do that. Uh, be like out on tech community and through user voice in different places. I said, but even here, it's reflected in how they're conducting the sessions, how they set that up, and how two way the conversation yeah. really is. Yeah. In most of the sessions, let's say there, there's one. We talked about it <laughs> offline. It was that there was no two way conversation. It was it, it was interesting. So, but not like not the product team people. Actually, marketing team. Yeah, but they, I mean, everyone is learning. Microsoft yeah. is 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 changing, and and that change that will take time. And from some yeah. people that have been around a bit longer, it will take a bit longer for them to to move over to this 
it's actually better to give away and to, to open up because it will make their products better. It makes right. our lives better. So it, it will pay back in the end. Well, I think you know, for, for those of us who have been in the, the community a long time, and I think I've met you many times over the years and almost a, like a decade in the space since I, so I left Microsoft in 2009. And, yeah, and, and so in that, in that time, and, and so I used to, I'd see you at events and I'd go over to Europe and, and uh, you know, with those, you know, interactions and that, that time, it's like, we've been very community minded with that, that concept of that, the more that we go and talk and that we share, it benefits us personally, it benefits our companies, we get a better, so you don't have this kind of echo chamber around, especially in product development roles of, you know, we, we're just hearing what we want to hear because this is the product we're trying to develop. Um, it, it, it really does kind of give you perspectives. Yep. I don't maybe, so I know you have a couple products that have, yeah. uh, that are, you know, a broader, you know, a, a, a audience that, that uh, I mean, how have you been able to incorporate some of that community feedback into what you guys do? Now, take for instance the product I'm responsible for, which is, is uh, SharePoint Transformator, which is a tool that helps you to move from like classic development to like modern development, or from on-prem to the cloud. And, and parts of our transition story or transformation story is that we help you to move to like the, the new SPFX technology and uh, also to, the, to all the libraries that PMP um, built. Now, I am a PMP core team, so it's, for me it's very easy to incorporate that. So we use those libraries in our products actually. We use that open source effort, we generate SPFX code, we generate PMP provisioning templates, so we, we, we just incorporate all that open source technology in our products, it's there for you to consume. So um, that's great, that's amazing. We can just tap into so much knowledge there, um, and we don't have to reinvent the wheel constantly. I mean, but how much do you, when, when you as the product owner, like go to an event, maybe not like this one, but like one with end users and customers that are in there, and uh, you know, do you do anything specifically where you are you know, targeting conversations with existing customers, prospective customers, you're getting that feedback? Absolutely, I mean, absolutely. If you, for us, it's very crucial to understand is what people want to do, where they want to go, what is important for them. So we can actually move our applications to, to focus on those things, the more important things. So it's absolutely important for us to understand so where are you coming from, where are you going through, uh, going to, what do you find interesting, what do you think is not interesting, yeah. and, and we constantly massage our products uh, to focus on those. You know, it's, it's something that changed, and it wasn't just the, uh, the uh, I'll finish the thought, something that changed over the last few years from Microsoft was being much more data-driven about the, the features and things that were out there. So right. I, I would say that in the collaboration side of the Office 365 especially, where they started going and really investing in telemetry. And that was something that Satya Nadella, CEO of those that don't know, and uh, but uh, uh, really put an emphasis on is, is having that kind of, you know, that, that, that data perspective on product management. Uh, it was something that was really big in Yammer for the acquisition. So a lot of people, they made a bunch of uh, news about the fact that they would go in and measure things and based on usage and, and go do that. And so some people said, well, they're just going to kind of go and take what Yammer did into these the other products. Like, no, it just kind of happened at the same time as Microsoft was already moving that direction. Right. I mean, how much does that kind of that data, do you guys go and look at what people are using and, and, and change based on that? There's actually two parts of that. So um, the, the core team um, has access to a certain kind of data. So we, we can actually see what are people using for very heavily with CSUN. Uh, where are they going? Which calls are they making? How are they using the platform from a development perspective? 
Uh, and that information we use, of course, within PNP to, to make sure that we actually focus within PNP on the right things. Um, but that just drills down also to the Rancor products yeah. in a similar way. Uh, because we, we, we focus very much on analysis at Rancor. We analyze your code, we analyze your solutions, we analyze your farms and your tenants. And um, so for, we, we get really good insight in what is out there and, mm -hmm. and what is important for people. And that, that works two ways. That works from uh, PNP to Rancor, from Rancor to PNP, from PNP to Microsoft, etc. Yeah, so by seeing how people are actually using what they're actually accessing, you can then go prioritize hey, we need to do, we're seeing much more of this, we yes. need to add these kinds of features. Yes. I mean, that's that's why, you know, it, it's, uh, I mean, data has just really changed the landscape and, and why you've got to be smart about it. And, and there are, I mean, I used to always say uh, in operations organizations, you have to be careful because there might be something that has, uh, you know, low quantity, low number, low number of, uh, of customers that are asking for a feature, but it could be something that is critical to that small subset. And so you can't, you have to look at, you know, right. those small... Right. You uh, can't just look at the numbers. Right. They don't really represent... It, it should inform, yeah. but you go, I mean, there are some things that clearly it's like, hey, we don't do this, and everybody keeps asking for this, and here's how it fit, like, hey, let's go do this, and it right. could help us with additional revenue. But other times you used to say, you know, this is kind of core to what it is that we provide for customers, and even though like that alone would not go win a ton of new business, like no. we, but we need to do it. Take an example of how we, how we help you to gain that insight in our products, take Transformator. What we do is when we analyze your farm, we look at the usage of artifacts. So we tell you like, okay, this content type is used there, there, and there. And based on that, that data, you can decide, hopefully, if you actually want to invest in transforming that artifact, that, that specific content type, for instance, from the on-prem to the cloud, because it might be used. But it's not necessarily given. It could be very important financial data that is being updated once a year. That's not very heavy usage, but it's still very important information. But still, we help you to, to gain that insight, and um, the Transformator, does that analysis of usage um, and analysis cloud, our cloud offering it and analyzes your tenant also does this. That's very cool. Well, it's interesting stuff. So how can people get you find out more um, about that, about you, like get in touch with you? Uh, yeah, find me. Um, I'm on rancor.com. You will find me there. Um, and if you join into the PNP calls, I'll be there every time. And then Twitter. Twitter. What's the best way to reach you? What do you uh, monitor? The, uh, oh, all of that. All of so. that. But uh, Irma's very social. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm there. Uh, yeah. Well, thanks a lot, Irma. My pleasure. Good to see you. Yeah.